Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. I'm reporting to you live from my air mattress. This is the last night I'm sleeping in an air mattress, you guys. My mattress gets here freaking tomorrow. And let me tell you, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice, girls. But I hope everybody had a great week. Enjoyed your weekend. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, few people uh, had reached out, one in particular saying that she lives in Australia, so she doesn't um, listen on Monday. She listens on Tuesday. Sorry. <laughs> Imagine something crazy happening to a Australian person. They go, ar, nar. <laughs> shut up, shut up. It's not even funny. If you're laughing, I'm mad at you. <laughs> if you're laughing, I'm mad at you gals. That's it. I got new headphones, so I hear my own voice, which is always a nightmare, but we needed it. And I had a great weekend. I, um, what did I do? I got my actual bed frame delivered today. I'm recording this on Sunday, obviously. Friday night, I saw my friends that were in town, my friend Sam. Hi, Sam. And I went out with Ross. Hi, Ross. And then me and the girlies went to, to freaking Rockaway Beach yesterday. So shout out to the girlies. And you guys, we had the most delicious frozen beverages that I've ever had in my life. A pina colada at the beach. Can you imagine? What type of life are we living? It feels like a dream sometimes, you guys. Anywho, um, Stanley bit me today and it hurt and he broke the skin. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but we're good. We're good otherwise. Anywho. Uh, let's get into some of these emails. You guys can always send an email to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And if you want a little, little something extra in the middle of the week on Thursday, Thursday nights, eight, eight Eastern, five Pacific, there's a live, uh, Spotify podcast on, you can listen on Spotify or you can join the, the conversation on Spotify live. We had quite the, quite the callers this past week, and we had a legendary shit crap. And if you missed it, you can listen to it on Spotify. It's called Confessions with Carly, but uh, I would love for you guys to be there. Anywho, let's get into where should we start? Where should we start? Okay, let's start with this one. How messy is too messy? Uh, okay. Hi, Carly and the cute kitties. Love you all. And the pod, it's so relatable. It makes me laugh so hard. Oh, well, thank you so much. I love your advice on a potentially messy situation. Well, it's definitely messy. The question is how involved should I how involved should I allow myself to be in it? I've been talking to this guy for a few months. We've been on the same training program since the beginning of the year. So we spend a considerable amount of time together every week. We talk, we text on the phone, uh, FaceTime and whatnot all the time. At first it was mostly stuff pertaining to our program, but for months now we've been connecting on a deeper personal level. I've even met his son. We've spent time together outside of class a few times and more than once he has mentioned wanting to keep hanging out after our program is done. He's really lovely and respectful, affirming, funny. Plus he's older than me, which I love. I'm 25. He's 36. Here's the main issue. He's in the early stages of a divorce. When we first met, he seemed pretty happily married, always talking about his wife and son in a very cute way. I might've manifested the divorce TBH because I would sometimes joke about it with one of my besties since I found him attractive and had no idea that it would come to a reality. I like to flirt when the stakes are low, but it definitely took a different vibe once he started 
once he shared that he was having problems in his marriage. Since we're friends, he has been vulnerable and sharing details in the process with me. And I like being there for him and hearing him talk about his feelings. I'm having a hard time knowing whether or not he's comfortable sharing these things because I'm someone special to him or just because he needs to get it off his chest and I happen to be willing to listen. I want to be mindful of where he's at, which means I'm not putting any pressure on him and asking how he views our friendship. But at the same time, I don't want to get so emotionally invested in this guy for no reason. I don't know at what point it will be appropriate to make my own needs and feelings known. I'm a recovering people pleaser, so I don't want to get myself trapped into being this man's therapist, forever waiting for him and waiting for the day that we can be more than friends. He's truly the kind of person I like to be around. He has really great qualities. However, some of the things he said about his soon-to-be ex-wife could be red flags. Ooh. Okay, girly, what's the tea on that? What are the red flags? But I don't know if it's fair to judge um, when I have more or less signed up for him to vent to me. What do you think? Is it a terrible idea to stick around and see where our relationship goes once he's in a more stable place? I love to help people I care about and want to do whatever I can to support him, but I also don't want to give everything and end up heartbroken in the end. Any advice on any advice you can give uh, would be appreciated. Oh, thank you so much. So, okay. I want to know what the red flags are in terms of what he's saying about his ex, because there's always three sides to every story. It's his side, her side, and then probably a little bit more leveled explanation of what went on with them. But anyone that's getting out of a marriage is going through a lot emotionally. They're probably going or probably were going to like couples therapy and all that stuff. So I could see why he's doing a lot of soul searching right now. Do I love that you are the, do I love that you're who he's venting to? No because he's going to either become like codependent on you, whether he's committed to you or not, or he's going to just look at you as that, right? Like, oh, she's my friend. She was there for me and blah, 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 blah. So I think the best thing you can do is I'm not saying don't talk to him anymore, but I think the best thing you could do is continue to be there for him. And if he wants to take the relationship to the next level, which who knows when that could be in a few months, in a year or whatever, um, kind of just, this is one of those things where you just have to go with the flow, what, which sucks. Um, but when he wants to take it to the next level, you could just say, see where he's at. Even if that's just like you guys hanging out outside of your program that you're in. I don't know if I would hang out with him alone anymore because then you know what happens. You know what happens? The girlies have a kiki and we get a little messy, right? We get a little messy after the program. So I don't want you to be in a situation that you kind of could have avoided being in because not there's anything wrong with hooking up with him or taking things to the next level, but I don't want you to be more confused. Um, And this is a definitely a confusing situation where you have to tread slowly because you don't know where he's at, when he's going to be ready, when he's going to want to commit or, you know, take things further. So don't put your eggs in that basket. You could put one little egg in there, but not all of them and see where it goes. But I wouldn't invest too much in him. It's also hard, right? Because I've been there before where like, you're there for a guy and he talks to you and he's like, I feel like I could tell you anything and blah, 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 blah. And then you're just like, oh, I love him. Like, oops, literally that's me. I'm, I'm literally like this. I'm like, oops, I love this guy. 
And he's like, I was just talking to you because I, I don't have health insurance. I can't go to therapy. And you're like, okay, you know, so I've been there too, but you, you can only play it by ear. Um, okay. This one says so embarrassing mop step and earth. <laughs> Hi, queen Carly and the kitty crew. First of all, love you and would die for you. Thank you. I would die. I would die for all my girlies. I will ride for all my girlies. Uh, second off, here are the most embarrassing things in the world. Number one, that little awkward walk you do when someone's mopping, but you have to walk on the floor. So you kind of look at them and say, sorry, <laughs> proceed to walk on the floor. Uh, but you want them to see how sorry you are. So you walk like it's hot lava. So embarrassing. I do that constantly. And I also don't want to slip because that will make an embarrassing situation even more embarrassing and even more awkward. So I totally get you on that one. Uh, and then she says, okay, also living on planet earth is embarrassing. Agree. Like none of us are really like it here and it's getting more trashy by the second, both figuratively and literally imagine being an alien coming to earth. I'm embarrassed thinking of them, seeing all of us arguing about such dumb shit and basic rights for people, or if the dress is blue or black or white or gold. Uh, she says it's blue and black, by the way. See, now I don't know if I'm some type of genius, but I saw the dress both, the dress both ways. Uh, I don't know about you, but I want the first tickets to Mars from Elon and Jeffrey, the space cowboy. Okay. Thanks. Peace and blessings and all of the dressings. Um, I would definitely, did you guys see what, what was that movie? Don't look up. And it was like Jennifer Lawrence, Leo was in it. It came out this year and that was like, oh no, I can't give, I don't want to give it away, but you should watch it. You should watch it because there's a, something that alludes to like all of the rich people having access to another planet. Um, that they could just go to if, if something goes to shit here. Okay. Let's see. By the way, Stanley is sleeping right next to me and he's doing the thing where, and this is so cute when cats do this. He's doing the thing where he has no arms or legs. Like he's like being a, he's being a loaf of bread and it's cracking me the hell up. Cause I keep seeing him in my monitor. And I'm like, where the freak are your legs and arms, you freak? Uh, okay. This next one, a personal hell of my own design. Hi, Carly. I freaking love you so much. I want to join the Spotify chat, but I have beef with a girl who's on there every Thursday. Oh my God. Her and her best friend actually hate me. Oh God. Not you pulling me into this. <laughs> I feel awkward talking on there. So don't say this on the potty. Oh, Oh, okay. There, there was a little bit more info. Okay. Um, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Roger that. Anyway, I met this guy last year at a bar and I was in a weird place in my relationship at the time, but for real, I thought I was in love with this man. Uh, aren't we all in parentheses barman? This sounds horrible, but I ended up cheating on my ex with him. I left my ex soon after and had a thing with the barman. It didn't go far because he told me he was soon moving to Las Vegas. When he moved to Vegas, he called me to confess that he slept with my best friend and she told him that I had a boyfriend and so he shouldn't feel bad about it. I was shook, but I guess it could be karma. A few months go by and my dad moves to Vegas. So every time I visited my dad, I would hang out with barman and catch more feelings because he's literally everything I've ever wanted. Anyway, this guy hasn't left my mind since I met him. His brother lives here and I see him around a lot. The this past May, his brother told me that he's going to move back despite him sleeping with my best friend. I still wanted to get to know him more. He's been back for the past couple of months and we'll hook, hook up here and there. 
but he told me he's not ready to commit anything unless he's 200%. And I should also add that he just got out of a nine-year relationship. I know I can't make someone fall in love with me, but I just want to be his wife. Mm -mm. Don't we all? Don't we all, girl? I feel like the best option is to just forget about it, but I literally can't. And I would love your advice. Isn't it so crazy that all of us go through this at one point? Like I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, I like, well, I've like looked at a guy and been like, okay, at what point are you going to actually fall head over heels in love with me? Cause I'm tired. I'm, I'm damn tired of waiting. And what more could I possibly give you? You know? So I get it. I get it. But I think the way to kind of ground yourself is to say, why is this the man of my dreams? Is it because he's really hot and he's a bartender and he's super cute? Or is there something on a deeper level that, you know, you feel like the stars have aligned with this guy? Because if it's deeper than the superficial things, right? What's on the surface, then, you know, and you really, really feel like you know his heart and you know who he is. Does he sound like a great guy? I gotta be honest with you. I don't think so. But hey, I don't know him. But you know, it's just one of those things. If you think it's deeper than that, I'm, I'm never going to tell any one of you to, to wait for someone. I'm never going to, because you don't, you don't need to be doing that. None of us need to be waiting for people who aren't sure about us. That's just the way it is. And I got to tell you lessons from life. And I know I've said this before, but I'm always going to say it when you fall back and move on and do less is when people come running to you. It sucks, but that's just the way it works. Um, you know, I, it, I'm just, I think like anytime I've been, I've felt this way about somebody, I think in my head, okay, I over, I overestimated what I mean to this person and that's okay. You know, you put yourself out there. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but a lot of times those guys that we gravitate towards where we're like, I just got to marry him. I just got to marry him. He probably wouldn't even be a good husband. He's got holes in his damn underwear. He's got one towel. It's crusty as hell. You know, what is he bringing to the table? The reason why we're attracted to them is because they're not giving it. You know? Keep us posted on that. Keep us posted on that. All right, this next one. Did I do something wrong? No, you didn't do anything wrong. None of the girlies do anything wrong. Okay, let's read the email before I say that. Hey, Carly, love you in the pod and been watching you since Girl Code and Hey Girl, Hey, Hey Girl, Hey. Yep, miss you from Taylor Strecker's show. Oh, thank you so much. Long story short, kind of, kind of not. I met a guy online and even though it was long distance, we were willing to give it a shot. Uh, We were up for travel. We met and we started talking almost every day. I mean, multiple times a day, every day. We had deep conversations about what we want out of life, future plans, religion, et cetera. He sought me out and he, he sought me out and I was like, hell yeah, come for me. We made plans to meet over the summer and I was really looking forward to it. I've been through some hard things and it was really looking up everything from a stressful job, loss of a parent. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And a horrible breakup. What kills me is that he knew of all of this and still showed interest. Cut to about a month or so of talking videos and voice notes. And I start feeling that the vibes were different. You know, that gut feeling. Yes, I know the gut feeling girl. Oh my God. Do I know the damn gut feeling? And people go, really? It doesn't seem like that. Nope. I just feel it in my damn stomach. Um, It was really all of a sudden and out of nowhere. 
Uh, the night I decided to talk to him about it, he was asleep. So I sent a video saying that I'm feeling the vibes are off and I don't want to run away because I really like him. Tell me why the next morning he said, quote unquote, I've changed my mind. Like what? There's no conversation, no reason other than he has to quote unquote work on himself. Now I'm left feeling like I did something wrong. He was the, I, he was, I quote unquote, the one, um, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay. You guys, sorry. I'm going to backtrack there. So she says, how was I quote unquote, the one, his words, and I'm reduced to a never mind. Needless to say, this has left me feeling a little less than inadequate. So this is such a shitty thing to do to somebody. And you want to know what bothers me? Listen, all of my friends, me, everyone I know, every woman I know that's like dating in the modern world is has to, for some reason, this happens so often. I think every single one of us has one of these stories where it's like, you want to know what bothers me about it? It's like, you didn't have to do all that. Nobody asked you to say these things to me. And you knew what you were doing. You were being manipulative, whether it's like masked in this like nice romantic way or not. Like you were manipulating me into caring about you. And then when I started caring about you, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa you're crazy. It's like, okay. So I absolutely can't stand when this happens. And unfortunately, no matter what you do, like in the beginning, you're either going to get somebody that does this type of shit, or you're going to get somebody that doesn't, there's no in between, like a real good guy that's genuinely for you won't treat you like that. And in my, like the way that I view it is just like, he spared you girl he spared you. It's like, it sucks. And, and it's not nice. And he's an asshole. But to me, it feels just like, you want to know what, why would you want to be with someone like that anyway? And don't let anybody ever make you feel less than what you are, because you have a lot to offer. You're obviously a good person and anyone would be lucky to have any of my girlies. That's for sure. So, and I know it sounds like so cliche to say that, but it's really true. It's like, if you have self-worth and, and you're a good loving person, you deserve way, way more than that bullshit. So, you know, I wish there was something I could say as to like why these things happen or to make it better. But unfortunately, girl, it happens to me (laughs) and imagine that. Honestly, I hate when that shit happens to me. I'm like, really? So you were just clowning on me this whole fucking time? Like, why did you do all that? I didn't ask you for that. Maybe this is just hitting a little close to home, but still, it's not a fun, it's not a fun feeling, you know? And at the end of the day, someone spared you. At the end of the day, a lot of times too, a lot of times I'm like, is he a bad person or is he just a bitch? Like, is he just a bitch and he can't like come out and say like, Hey, I'm not feeling it, you know, but that's neither here nor there. That's just my opinion. But regardless, he saved you a lot of damn time. Um, okay. And, and my, also my personal thoughts on this is don't answer him anymore. Cause he's going to hit you up. Like, I miss you. I want to talk to you. Hey, talk to my fucking ass. Talk to my ass and I'll talk to your dad. Is that a fair trade? get out of here, you freak. Okay. So this one says hot girl shit. Hello, Carly girl and the rest of the girlies. Sometimes I think hot, 
something I think hot girls do is being comfortable being alone. Alone is very different from lonely, but still feeling comfortable doing things in life all by yourself is a serious flex. I just came back from a solo Disneyland trip. Wow, that's hot. And it was the best thing I've done. Enjoy this photo of me on Splash Mountain <laughs> living my best life until I find my special construction worker who resembles Jason Momoa. I'm perfectly happy being alone and experiencing life. Good for you. Good for you. Let me see the special. <laughs> Not you on Splash Mountain with an entire fucking family. <laughs> no, because I just woke up Stanley. I scared my man. Wait, not her on Splash Mountain looking so cute in the back of Splash Mountain, looking very fucking cute with a dad and his four small children wearing all matching shirts. <laughs> That's the best picture I've ever seen. That, that honestly just made my day. <laughs> Good for you. Honestly, I, I agree. That's something that I have a really hard time doing. Like I have a really, really hard time for me. Like doing anything is so embarrassing. Like even if I'm with people, I'm like, I'm humiliated. Like, I'm just like freaking humiliated. If I'm going in somewhere, I'm, I tell my friends, like you have to meet me outside. Otherwise I'm simply, I I'm going to die. If I don't walk in with somebody, I'm going to die. And that's such like a weirdo, like insecure thing. I went out with my friends the other night and I showed up, like I was like 15 minutes early, which by the way, being early, embarrassing too. And I walk in and like, there were, you could sit at the bar and like have a drink. And then I was like, oh. I was like, I'm going to do a lap. And I left the restaurant, did a lap, went to the vape store, came back. And I was only there for a couple minutes, but I have to get better at that. I have to get better at that. I don't know what it is. I just like have this fear that like people are looking at me going, what, what is this girl doing? You know, meanwhile, nobody fucking cares what I'm doing. And that's just the harsh reality of the situation. Uh, this one says, <laughs> this one says something embarrassing. Uh, this is a bump and also something new to say because I thought you'd think this is funny. Yesterday, I visited my friend at her job at a cafe and she got me a big chocolate croissant because that's my girl. So I was sitting alone, enjoying myself in the sun, a little bit high from an edible and I ate the croissant, no biggie. But then this middle-aged lady at the table leaned in and said, you sure did put that croissant away. And I was like, uh, yeah, I ate the food that I ordered. Thanks for noticing. She went on to talk about how I should enjoy things like eating the croissant while I'm still young. And I totally get she meant it as a compliment, but damn, I never thought I would have to worry about patrons at restaurants noting <laughs> how much I eat. See, this is the type of shit that would happen to me if I went anywhere alone. This is what I'm afraid of. Uh, patrons noting what I eat and then judging me about it. But I guess I do. The worst part is I asked her if I had chocolate on my face and she said no. And then I checked my phone screen and I did. Oh my God, that's humiliating. No, I'm dying. Girl, what? I hate that. I hate when people comment on like how much someone eats. Like I eat, I could eat a lot. Like if there's snacks in front of me, like I'm sorry, but I'm not going to stop eating until they're all gone. Like I'm not doing it. If I'm full, I'm eating still. Like, I don't care. I could, I could definitely eat. And even like at restaurants, I've ordered stuff and, and the server will go, oh, that's like a lot for you. And then I'm like, no, it's not. It's literally not. And then I eat everything. They go, wow, you must've been hungry. Huh? Is this or is this not a fucking dining establishment? 
And why are you judging me for coming to a restaurant and eating? You fucking psycho. Like, would you rather me not touch it? I really can't with that. I hate when people comment on how much somebody eats, like when somebody eats like what they ordered. Huh? Bye. Um, okay. This was the first part of her email that she had, she had, that was a bump. So this was the first part that she wrote. I downloaded a bunch of the potty for a long flight, big fan hugs and kisses. So I of course thought about you when I clocked something really embarrassing about flying, you know, when you're watching a movie on the flight and you're, and you're obviously into it. And then a sex scene comes on. I don't know why I just get really embarrassed. I don't know if anyone's watching me watch and I get nervous on how to fix my face. I don't want to be staring at the screen while people are getting busy. And I also don't want to be obviously uncomfortable looking around like I'm doing something wrong. I also get embarrassed when people can't tell I'm embarrassed. Anyway, I was watching the hating game with Lucy Hale and the tall buff man. And I really wanted to watch those sex scenes. They were really cute. Um, can I tell you what I do? If I'm on an airplane and there's a sex scene in a movie, I'm a fucking clown. And I fast forward it because I'm like, I don't want to watch porn right now. I'm around 60 people. You know what I'm saying? Because I've like looked over, like glanced over at what other people are watching. And like, if there's like boobs on the screen, I'm like, that guy's a pervert. (laughs) I'm like, land the fucking plane. I really can't handle that. So I don't want anyone looking at me being like, why is this girl looking at balls on Southwest? Why is this girl looking at balls when we're going to Atlanta? You know? girl, that is so damn embarrassing. (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, this one says bachelor party strip clubs, please discuss on the next podcast. Hey, my girly, a few podcasts ago, you asked our thoughts on bachelor parties. I'd love to hear your opinions on all that goes down. I feel like it crosses a line. If you're in a relationship and you go to a strip club, I've never met any girl that's cool with her boyfriend or her husband going to a strip club. Also, I've known guys that go to strip clubs and then would be furious if their girl went to a guy strip club. So dumb. Anyway, I'm bitter about it because I got cheated on with a stripper, but I also have heard guy friends talking about what happens at strip clubs and bachelor parties kind of makes me feel anxious as hell and sick. I'm okay with, I'm okay with not being the quote unquote cool girl. I'm done pretending I'm even cool like that. It would bother me so much and I wouldn't be okay with it. How do you feel about it all? I I get it. I mean, First of all, I would love for if there's any strippers that listen, I know a few of you are strippers because the girlies have, I've chit-chatted with the girlies before. Please email and let us know what what you would feel uh, about your boyfriend or husband or partner going to a strip club and let us know what goes down at the strip club and like some crazy, crazy strip club stories, crazy bachelor stories. Um, as for me, I kind of feel like, I I don't know. Like, it's just like one of those things, of course, like an oversimplification of it is like, if you trust your, your partner, it shouldn't bother you. But like, I I'm bothered by it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It depends on like the situation. It depends on the contact that he keeps with me. Like not saying he needs to be FaceTiming me when he's in there, but like, if he disappears for a night, like one thing about him is his house is going to be on fire when he arrives home. And that's one thing about my man. So I don't know. I would just feel like, of course, there's so much like 
negative connotations to it because we've heard these horror stories that have like given us PTSD and and we've been with guys that go to strip clubs and end up like clowning on us. Right. I think that's what it is because I've definitely, I was with a guy once that like went to this crazy bachelor party and I didn't hear from this man for fucking two days. And was he my boyfriend after the end of those two days? No, because I'm like the fact that you couldn't even reach out to me. So I think like things like that happening definitely leave a bad taste in your mouth. And no matter what, like what you're comfortable with is what you're comfortable with. There's no like, oh, you need to be cool. I don't, I'm not fucking cool. Sorry, I'm not that cool. Like also I do feel sometimes like I've heard girls go. And also if you're one of, if you're one of these girlies, like, please contact me, like, please send in an email because I'm so interested to hear your perspective on it. Um, but I've heard girls go like, you know, I, I don't mind at all. Like I like it. I've like, I've heard girls go like, Oh, I go with him, which is a totally different situation. By the way, you going with him is a totally different situation than him going with the boys. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I would love to hear other women's perspectives on it. I think I had said that a couple episodes ago, but, um, Yeah, girl, if you're not comfortable with it, you're not comfortable with it. And you don't have to like feel like that's, you know, like that's not okay. I, um, I get it. I've been there and like, there's nothing worse. Like there's, there's no worse feeling than like having that like gut feeling when somebody's like out at a party like that and they don't give you like the heads up of like, Hey, I'm here or whatever. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our our best girlies, our besties over at Osea. Dewy Summer Skin isn't just for your face. With the right products, you can get a full body glow. Osea Skin Care and Body Care products help you get your skin ready for summer. And we're already in summer and we're out and we're glowing and we're wearing Osea. And you guys already know how I feel about Osea. It is the most luxurious sponsorship we've ever gotten on the damn potty. Okay. I love it because you put it on and it looks just like a natural glow. Like it looks like you just have naturally like beautiful glowy skin. It's not super tacky. It doesn't have like a very oily finish. It doesn't transfer like onto your clothes or anything, which is by the way, so embarrassing. Um, but yeah, we love to see, we love to see our girl boss glowing at the end of the day. You can experience radiant summer skin with Osea's Undaria Algae Body Oil. It's a rich, never greasy, luxurious body oil that smells of sunny citrus and notes of sweet passion fruit. You can try it in Osea's Total Body Glow Trio Kit. That, in addition to the body oil, the moisturizing body scrub, and the plant-based body brush, you can sweep away dead skin cells for soft, glowing skin all summer long. The total body, the total, not bloody. The Total Body Glow Trio is clean, safe, responsibly sourced, vegan, cruelty-free, and powered by the sea. Find your new skincare favorites at oseamalibu.com. Get a special discount just for the girlies. 10% off your first order with promo code SECRET. You'll get free samples with every order, which we love samples in this house, and free shipping on orders over $50. You're going to want it all. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code SECRET. Um, all right, let's get to this next one. This next one says bachelorette party budget. Hi, Carly and the little fur boys. I recently got engaged. Yay. Well, congratulations. And I'm getting married next summer. So now is the time to start thinking about my bachelorette party. The problem is my friends have very different budgets. Ideally, I would like to go on a long weekend trip somewhere fun because I love to travel, but I know some of my friends wouldn't be able to afford it. 
my best friend says I should just go on the trip because it's for me and that's what I want to do. But I know that it'll put some of my friends in a bad situation financially or make them feel bad that they couldn't come. I'm sure this is a problem a lot of the girlies have had. So I would love any advice. Uh, love you. Kiss right on the lips. I'll kiss you right on the lips. Uh, P.S. Something that is so embarrassing is having a sunburn. <laughs> agree. Literally agree. Having a sunburn is fucking humiliating. It's like, hi, I'm a tomato. Everywhere you go, you're like, hi, I'm a tomato. Nice to meet you. Hi, I look like a lobster. I, I'm, I look like a red lobster. Uh, it's true. We're too old to be getting sunburns. But, um, okay, so yeah, if any of you have any advice on this, do let us know. But if it were me, um, I think there's a way that you could make everybody feel included and everybody feel happy without like putting anyone like into debt. You know what I'm saying? I think you can have your girls trip, invite everybody you want to invite and tell them like, listen, I totally get it. It's a little bit expensive, you know, or it is expensive. And I totally get it. If you don't swing it, I promise I'm not going to take it personal, but, and here's the, here's my genius idea, but I'm going to have a dinner for all the girls it, you know, in our hometown where it's convenient and we'll go to a nice restaurant. And that'll be like, if you guys want to come to that and celebrate the situation, the situation, <laughs> if you want to celebrate the engagement in that way, let's do that too. I think that that will make everybody feel included. That will make everybody feel like they're celebrating you and nobody will feel left out because you know, these trips get, get expensive for sure. And I totally understand, like, it must feel, you must like, feel like you're in a bad spot. If you can kind of, maybe you're going to go a little bit over for the month, or you still got to pay your rent or like an unexpected bill pops up and you, you know, all of these things are, are kind of like factors in it. So it's totally understandable if people can't swing it you know, but I think it would be nice to do something little, even if it's not at a restaurant, even if it's like in your backyard or, or something like that at your favorite bar, like, oh, we're all going to go here and, and get drinks and put up some, put up some little sparkly streamers or something, you know, that way it feels special and you get to see everybody that you love and, and that'll be really fun too. Uh, but I would, I would tell everyone like probably sidebar separate, like separate text conversation. Like, listen, I totally understand. I'm just letting everybody know, you know, if you can't swing it, I, I love you and I'm not taking it personal, you know, but if you can make it, I would love to see you. And girlies, again, if you, um, if you want to tell us what you did, let us know. Okay. This one says custodian hottie alert. Ooh, custodian hottie. Hi, girlies. Big fan of the potty. I got my cousin to hop on it as well. Okay. She says, please give Arielle a shout out. Okay. This is, this is a time that I will say the name. Hi, Arielle. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know why I just went to that, but happy birthday, Arielle. Uh, so I work as an instructional assistant for a special needs class and the company I work with switched me to a new school for the school year, which sucks because I loved our other school. But I noticed at the new school, there's this custodian hottie that was actually one of the first staff members to acknowledge me with a cute little good morning. So, so far, we've only had one conversation. I was waiting by the boys' bathroom for a kiddo to finish his dump. <laughs> okay. And he was waiting there 
uh, to dump the trash or something. And the kid is grunting and taking a big poop. And the custodian looks at me and says, he's having a hard time in there. LOL. I wonder if he's, if it's the kid I usually see. And we started laughing a little and the whole time he was looking in my eyes and I'm really shy, especially when talking about poop. (laughs) So fast forward, I barely see him because I work in a classroom and he works usually in the cafeteria or around the school. But when the kids, um, but when the kids I work with have breakfast, lunch, and even recess, sometimes I see him looking at me from my peripherals, almost like he wants to say something. And I even caught him staring at me from hella far away. But maybe my crush brain is just making me think that I hate having crushes. Uh, so how should I start a combo with him and subtly let him know that I think he's cute without being too much? How should I get the digits? How do I find out if he's single? Girlies, please help. Sorry, this is so long. This is not long. Thank you, love you so much. Kiss you right on the lips. Well, kiss you right on the lips too. And I hope you get to kiss the custodian on the lips too. So, okay. How could we do this? Because it's one of those things, like if, if it doesn't work out, you still got to see him at work, you know? But, okay, can, can you, first of all, what is this man's name? If you find out his name, you can do a little background, like background research, see his Instagram, his Facebook, whatever, see if he's married with children, right? I think that would be step number one, because a lot of times if you ask a guy, are you single? They say yes, and they're actually not. So, you know, because they're just like, oh, this is exciting. But I think you do a little background, maybe ask around ask around, do you have any like teacher friends, other teacher friends? Like, Oh, he's cute. What's his deal. I guess nobody would know unless he's like, just like having a kiki with the girlies, (laughs) you know, but, um, you could ask, you could just like small talk conversation. If you find yourself near him, which you could easily find yourself near him during, during breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right. When you guys are in the cafeteria, ask him a question. Or, oh, it's beautiful outside. Talk about the damn weather. Men don't care. Men don't care. Talk about the weather. It's nice out today. Oh, it's raining. You got stuck in the rain. Like that's literally the bit. That's all we need to do. If he's interested, he's going to do the full, the full Doppler radar for you. You know, he's going to become a meteorologist, start talking about the damn weather. So you could just do something very subtle. And then like when you start talking, oh, where are you from? you know, what part of town do you live in? I'm new here, blah, 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 small talk, small talk it. And then when you guys do that a couple of times, I think you could be like, you know, ask him about if you, if he likes a certain place in town or did you hear, uh, there's like a little concert in town. I was thinking about going, if you want to go with me, I have an extra ticket or whatever. Like, would you, would you want to go to that with me? Just exchanging phone numbers, little casual text flirting. And then, then what happens? Then we fall in love then we get married, then we have our, our little babies. And that's a very good meet cute. That honestly sounds like a movie to me. That sounds like a freaking movie to me. Um, okay. So this one says, why do men exist? And already I'm stumped. Hey, Carly and the fur babies. I've been such a fan and hope to see you perform live one day. Oh, well, I would love that. You make Monday so much more bearable. I was recently on vacation for a few weeks. I was visiting my friends I hadn't seen in a long time. I noticed my boyfriend was pretty distant in terms of connecting with me, either on the phone or via text, like not engaging in them. It's mostly fine. I do 
I do like keeping distance when I'm with my girls on vacay. So I'm more present. What's concerning is that I realized my boyfriend started following one of our old neighbors on Instagram. I never really have seen them talk in person. So I didn't think too much of it. Uh, I never really seen them talk in person. So I didn't think too much of it. When I got back from vacation, his phone was out and on the screen was their DMs. (gasps) They've been DMing for weeks. What? I couldn't see much of it because it seemed weird, but like asking her how her days were and it just seemed flirtatious, flirtatious and not very loyal. Um, yeah, girl, not the old little neighbor next door. I also saw on TikTok that my boyfriend has an account. You know, when you open the app and it suggests friends based on your contacts, tell me why all the accounts he follows are Instagram slash TikTok booty and booby gals. I don't have an issues with those girls, but I totally get why they do it. But still, Uh, As someone who has always found it difficult to tune out societal views of beauty, it was a bit hurtful and kind of lame. Like, don't people know that you can see who they follow on Instagram and TikTok? It really makes me feel shitty and embarrassed. Anyway, any advice on how I can confront this idiot or if ignorance is bliss? I've been in a relationship with him for a long time. As I'm getting older, I've become more aware of my self-worth and the people around me. He gets extreme FOMO, um, which I call quote unquote, mid-functioning adult, i.e. he doesn't clean the dishes in the dishwasher for two weeks and whines and complains uh, when he does the bare minimum. Oh God, that's my nightmare. That's my nightmare. If it, that's my nightmare. Put me in jail, Uh, et cetera. Just overall, he's pretty childish. I just hope that I haven't really wasted my twenties on this person. How do all the girls deal with men that look at all these girls on social media? Would love to know what you think. Love you. Also, here's pictures of my cats. Oh, I love you too. Hold on. Let's look at the cats. Stop. Okay. The, the first one I would describe as a fluffer nutter because he's a big, he's a big fluffy boy and, and, um, he looks like Robert and the other one looks like he's wearing a helmet because his hair color looks like he's wearing a little helmet up there, which is very freaking cute too. By the way, you guys, this is not, uh, this part isn't sponsored by this um, brand at all, but um, I got this brush on Amazon for like their undercoat because Stanley sheds, like, I swear to God, you look at Stanley and he, he sheds, like he explodes. He has so much fucking fur it's insane. And Robert really doesn't even shed as much as him. It's insane. And Robert's a 10 times bigger and a lot fluffier. So I don't know what the hell's I was looking at him before. I'm like, are you balding? So I got this thing called the Furminator, which is such a funny, cute name. And we love a pun in this house. And when I tell you it really, really works and it takes off like all their undercoat and you will be shocked and appalled at how much comes off on this damn brush. If you have a sheddy cat. So I do recommend that. And that's just for all my cat girlies. So anywho, let's get into this. Um, So this is, okay. First of all, the weirdest thing to me is the neighbor situation. Like if they weren't friends and you never saw them talking, you didn't know that they knew each other and they recently started following each other on Instagram. It's weird. Like that just feels weird to me. Like, why are you all of a sudden following each other on Instagram? Why are you asking her how her day is? when I can't get you to wash a freaking pot or a pan, you know, let's focus on that. But that part is weird. You want to know what, like, there's definitely like, it's definitely an icky feeling when people follow all of these, like, like Instagram models or, you know, bikini girls, like whatever you would call them. 
Um, I get it. I get it because it's like, oh, if that's your type, uh, I'm not that girl. I know I've said this before on the podcast too, though, but those people don't even look like that in real life. I've met several thousand of them. So I'll tell you that much for sure. And that's not even saying like that they're ugly or they're not attractive or anything like that. They're beautiful people, but it's like, there's a lot, nobody looks the way that they look when they're Photoshopped and enhanced. And like, of course not. People post the, the best possible photo of themselves, especially if it's like someone who's truly an influencer like that, or a fitness person like that, like they're going, they're going through the works before they post a photo. It's not like a candid, you know, and I'm not even like, again, I just want to let you guys know. I'm not saying that anybody is funny looking. I'm not saying anybody's funny looking. I'm just saying it's think of like, like I, if I think of myself, like if I'm have a, a lot of makeup on and I'm posing a certain way and I have a beautiful outfit on and blah, blah, blah. And, and if you saw what I look like right now, I look like a goddamn founding father. Okay. There's two different sides to every coin. Why do I look like a founding father? Because I got one of those hair wraps, those heatless hair wraps from amazon.com. Shout out to Jeffrey Bezos. And I wrapped my hair in it and I look stupid, <laughs> but I'm waiting for it to dry because I'm testing it out. I'll let you guys know how it goes. But Um, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I've been there before. I felt that way before. Sometimes I feel like you want to know what being single really is the best night's sleep I ever had. Cause I don't have to worry about this shit. Cause it really is like all consuming and it sucks and it makes you feel like shit and it makes you doubt yourself. It's like, wait a minute. What? Don't, don't ever let anyone else make you feel like shit about yourself. You can't do it. Um, And yes, societal views of beauty, it only gets worse. I thought when we were like, I thought at least, I don't know how old everybody is, but when I was young, I remember like everyone being like, so very obviously, uh, like all of the celebrities, like they were so thin, like they were skin and bones. And that was like what we grew up with, right? Like every, every like celebrity, every girl was super, super thin, like unbelievable. And then it became like, everyone's really curvy, like, uh, like big butt, like BBL, big boobs, which is great, which is great, which looks great. But again, it's like constantly, I feel like our whole, like, at least my whole life, the people who are famous, the people who are celebrities, popular, whatever there, there's been this like unattainable factor to it unless you're getting surgery or unless you're, you know, and the girlies who are blessed with stuff like that naturally, God bless you. I would love me and my friend were talking about, I would love to just be you for literally one day (laughs) just to know how it feels, (laughs) but I get it. And I think that if it were me, I would say something to him. I would just be like, first of all, why are you talking to little Sally Sue next door? what's going on with you and Sally? Because something's not, something's not matching up there since when are you guys friends? Uh, cause that's really, really the, the red flag for me. Cause the other girls, he don't know them. They would never give him the time of day. They don't know each other. The, the booty girls on Instagram, they would never give him the time of damn day. But the neighbor is a red flag. I would say something to him. You have nothing to lose. What do you have to lose girl? 
you know, you got to speak up. You got to speak up for yourself. Otherwise they just take advantage. But, um, did we do, did we get a, did we get a fuck Mary kill this week? Did we get a fuck Mary kill this week? I don't know. I, not that I saw, but you want to know what I've been like major. Okay. First of all, the, my refrigerator is so organized right now. Like I don't even want to take anything out of it. Cause it's going to mess up my flow, but I've been eating a lot of cheese. Like probably some would say too much cheese. And I know we've done a bunch of cheese, fuck Mary kills, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my new, my top favorites. Number one, Brie, are you kidding me? Brie is so good. Get out of my face. I've also been eating a lot of like Parmesan, like not like grated Parmesan, like the block of Parmesan. And number three, I would say I've been eating a good amount of cheddar. So Parmesan, cheddar, and Brie. I'm marrying Brie because how, how sexy are you? Brie is the sexiest cheese. I'm fucking, I'm fucking... Oh no, why did I do this with three things that I love? Because that means I have to kill. You want to know what? I'm fucking Parmesan. And, and it's so unfortunate that I did this and I really, really just shot myself in the damn foot. But I have to kill cheddar. I have to kill cheddar. It is not as versatile. I'll say that much right now. And it's also not as luxurious. It's not as luxurious as, as Parmesan. Like you get a good Parmesan, like, oof, forget it. You can't even talk to me if I have a good Parmesan in my hands. So that's it. I'm killing cheddar. And that's unfortunate. But I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can tune in eight o'clock live on eight o'clock Eastern five Pacific live on Spotify for Confessions with Carly. And I love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye.